Hello, Nomads, and welcome to episode 98 of the Nomad Fantasy. I am your host for this evening, and my name is Eric. And with me, I have my fellow Metaverse residents, Brandon. Whoa, I'm like in the game, man. <laughs> what is that from? Whoa. Nothing. It's just all... <laughs> Oh, that was good. I like that. And we also have Dave. Why shouldn't people be allowed to teleport wherever they want? Palmer Lukey, founder of Oculus VR. Oh, all right. He wants to teleport you to another world, bro. Cerebral, yeah. Uh, If you haven't guessed, we're talking about some VR games this week. We're diving right into the The metaverse. The future of gaming, as some would say. I'm saying that word. What future or meta? No metaverse. Metaverse. It's it's all about the metaverse, <laughs> baby. Gross. Mark Zuckerberg. Not ready Player One. Mark Zuckerberg wants to suck us into the metaverse, uh, and we're at his whim. Uh, <laughs> uh, but before we get Ooh. into the metaverse, we did have a little bit. Well, actually, let's throw it over to Dave first for the uh, a little a little recap Cal-Cal. on what we got up coming up for the schedule. Yeah. 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 Playing some VR games this week. Uh, next week, we're going to get ready for the summer blockbuster season and watch the original Predator, which... Hell yes, Dave has be... never seen it. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Never seen it? Yeah, it should be a fun one because I know all about... I love Arnold's 80 movies, but it's just one I never got, though. And then after that, we hit show 100. Let's go, where... episode 100. Yeah, hey. we're going to have a little mishmash of stuff kind of going on that day. Yep. Uh, probably some games, some topics, some discussions, all sorts of stuff. So kind of like a, I feel, I picture like a seventies, uh, skit show, you know, where it's just like, yeah, just bring a bunch of stuff, you know, a bunch of different segments and one after the other. Yeah. That'd be fun. Mm. Yeah. Nomad blowout. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens when we get going on there. Check out uh, the Twitter, though, if you want to follow along there. And uh, we'll be, we've got schedules out. We will have all sorts of details to follow. So, yes. Uh, thank you, Dave. Uh, mm-hmm. We also I got a little social going on this week. Um, we asked the Twitterverse about VR and what they thought of it. Only got one reply, but it's from our number one fan, our good buddy Jake. And he says, I have a PSVR version one. It's a lot of fun. Unfortunately, I figured out that I get motion sick pretty easy. So short sessions Mm, played Skyrim, which was sweet. Star Trek bridge crew was fantastic and tried playing Zenith, which was a really unique experience, but fun. I'm with him. I'm with the motion sick people. Oh, really? Yeah, a little bit. Look at a little quiz. You got to keep it. You can't be in there too long. Well, I want to kind of get used to it. It's, It's okay, but you know. I've never, yeah, I've never had a problem with motion sickness in VR. Like, no, it's never bothered me. Even with walking controls? Just regular walking around? I can do, yeah, I can do the smooth movement, smooth turning, no problem, Mm. no issues. But, uh, lucky you. I know. Take some Dramamine, but. Do you get car motion sickness in cars? If if you're reading cars, yeah, I get. Okay. Get a little pukey if I read in cars. Yeah. No happened too. Never had that either. Okay. Maybe get those little wristbands. They put a little pressure on your pressure points. Little VR wristbands. I wonder if there I can increase my increase my VR stamina. <laughs> train <laughs> train myself up. Uh, well, we also got an email 
surprisingly Ooh, this this whoa. past week i actually feel bad we got this email about three weeks ago but i just oh my god we never get emails We're always asking we never get emails so i forget about it. yeah we got a letter somebody a letter has come for the nomads somebody wrote in box. it's coming they sent it to my mailing address even though i've never given that out but somehow they found it um but uh yeah we never get emails so i never think to check the email (laughs) (laughs) i check it like i don't know maybe once a week once every two weeks or so just to see if anything came in there um but yeah we did get an email this week this email comes from uh tegis is how you say his name and he says hey there nomads you were asking for emails well here you here you go (laughs) oh sweet Oh, nice. Uh, With the big live action adaptation of the Saint Saya series coming to theater soon. Stick with me. What are your thoughts on the different live action anime adapted movies? Now I'm going to, since, you know, we're not all super anime fans here. I'm going to twist it a little bit and get our thoughts on just live action adaptations, period. Um, Just because I know there's been a lot of that lately. In you know, especially with Disney, uh, doing all live live adaptations of all their animated films, all their classics. But what, yeah, what are your general thoughts on live action adaptations of animated properties? Can it be done? Yes. <laughs> Can it be done successfully? <laughs> I think somebody Absolutely. could do it. I don't know if we have seen a great version yet. Um, I live agree. action. I don't know. I'm not really impressed. There's something corporate something safe about what i've seen so far and i what i like about anime it's it's just so wild yeah and yeah it's it's hard to get but like come on we can get wild we can get wild with pretty much any uh medium out there these days so of course you could probably do anime to a live action I mean, film I anime think it can be done we just don't we haven't done it yet <laughs> I mean, there's plenty anime, of them. If you translate it to live action, probably ends up looking like Indian cinema, where right. it's like a lot of like, oh, or like uh, that's the fine. camera. What like, I think of you know, is like Power Rangers, that's like kind the of old, what it, old Power what Rangers it. show. Like that was live action, but it it seems like it was. I think it was a manga originally adapted from that, but like it seems like it should have been an anime and not like live action because it's so. Right. It's, <laughs> you know, they try to do too much. It just doesn't translate. Well, that's too. why you well, the, gotta do it. You gotta, I don't know, like the more realistic aren't they doing style. My hero, they are doing my hero. They did, and Netflix is really horny for the live action anime adaptations. They've already mm-hmm. done Cowboy Bebop, which was a big old flopperuski. Nobody right. liked I'm that one. Curious to see that. They did, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. I haven't watched that one, but I loved the anime, but I. Okay. I don't really, I don't really have any interest in live action adaptations. So, like, I, I've, I've seen Trigun back in the day, and that was a space western, and I think you could do a really kick-ass live action of that. Uh, I think that'd be really cool, and you probably could do it into a single season um, of just live action, just be done with it. I would love to see that. So fucking Robotech, like that, like that's like the old eighties, like anime cartoon stuff yeah Let's get some robotech live action stuff going on <laughs> well one of my uh favorite anime and just overall media properties ever dragon ball they did a mm-hmm. horrible horrible live action adaptation did they a while ago called dragon ball evolution and it's 
it it was a travesty to the entire <laughs> franchise. It was terrible. Like that soured the taste in my mouth for any live action anime adaptations. Period. Yeah, like dude, mangas, like, we saw they can do. Like we did, we watched Alice in Borderlands, two seasons of that. Right. Like, right and it, got, it makes more got pulled right. over fantastically. I mean, Alice in Borderlands is like more grounded. Yeah, quote yeah. unquote. I suppose. Right. You know. So it works better than something like people throwing fireballs and flying in the air, mm-hmm. you know? So sure. I guess it depends on the anime, like the property as well. Correct. Yeah. You gotta be true to true to the source material, because that's why that's why the people are there. Yes. Absolutely. Uh cool. Well, I'm glad we oh, got wait, that. Hey, is oh. it, wait, hold on a second though. Oh yeah. Before we wrap up though, like Akira. <laughs> Is is the goal though? I think right. Like people, I feel have tried to do Akira. They know it's a big deal, and it keeps getting killed in production. But they are trying to do that one, right? I mean, I feel like something like that. It's such a you could pop culture, though. But it's dude. There's so many. Like it's such an icon, like a pop culture icon, touchstone, anime touchstone. That you have to do it. If you're gonna do it, you have to do it right, and you you have to get it right. (laughs) Or else people Two days ago, I just Googled it. Two days ago from Animation World Network. Uh, Takia Watiti. Is that it? from the Marvel movies? Yeah. Watiti. A, a live action Akira film from two days ago. So they're still um, talking about it. All right. Hold just on recycling, recycling news articles. on. I me, like but. him. He can do good work. Yeah. Um, I've seen really good stuff from him. So I could see it. He's not who I would have picked, though. I don't know. Hey, he made, uh, I mean, took the goofy-ass Guardians of the Galaxy and turned that into a franchise of all franchises. So. They did uh, They did Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson, which I had never saw yeah. that one, but I heard it was, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't hear it was, like, super terrible, but I heard it was just, like, pretty middling. So I don't know if they've really knocked it out of the park yet with any live-action a- adaptation, period. Especially Disney's bullshit that they're pumping out, like just oh. just stop, stop it. Just yeah, just take a breath. Look what you're doing, and then think about it. It's just just to see the check boxes and everything pump being pumped out. It took so long for them to make a good good video game movie, and Super Mario Brothers did. Even I was like, no way, no way, they're gonna ruin it. <laughs> they're gonna, they're just never gonna do this ever again. And even I was like, holy shit, they finally did it. They pulled it off. That was a great movie, and mm-hmm. it's been in year. It took years and years and years for us <laughs> to get a good video game movie or yeah. adaptation, you know. And like anime, I just is gonna take longer for yeah. someone to do it right, you know. Yep, definitely. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Well, Tejas, thank you very much for the email. Please. Yeah, Please, 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 anyone else out there listening, if you want to send us an email, you can email <laughs> nomadsoffantasy at gmail.com. Uh, I don't think I said the Twitter either, at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter, too, if you want to get at us there. Uh, but, yeah, that was a good act one. We'll wrap it up here, and then we will dive right into the metaverse right after this.
And we are back to talk about some VR. That stands for virtual reality, if you mm-hmm. didn't know. Uh, we're diving into the, the metaverse. I keep saying metaverse. I can't not say metaverse. It was created by Max Hedrum. It's really his verse. We're, we're in his <laughs> world really, now. We're living in his world, yes. Uh, we Yeah, so we each brought some over the course of, you know, the past week or two, we've each played some games. Uh, we're kind of going to go round robin style through some of the games that we played. We played some games together, some games on our own. Just want to shout out some of the some of the ones that we enjoyed, some of our favorite ones. But before we kind of get into that, I just wanted to talk about VR in general, what our thoughts are on it, what the you know the state general state of VR in gaming is today. Uh, yeah, let's yeah let's just kick it off. I well I guess what's oh go ahead. I was gonna say we all played on MetaQuest two, which is something we that we should mention. Um, we did all play our games on MetaQuest two. The most affordable of them all, essentially, you don't need a console to play. And most convenient. Yeah, I mean, is it the? Does all do any of the other ones have the full wireless Wi-Fi capability of it? So I don't think any of them at this point are like full inside out tracking wireless besides the the quest at this point all the other i mean there's more obviously more powerful headsets that you can connect to like a gaming pc and you you know you can play the higher end vr games like half-life alex and then there's the playstation vr psvr 2 psvr 2 is the yeah the latest iteration of that um which psvr 1 was my first foray into vr i bought that one a while ago not when it first came out but I was always curious about VR and I needed kind of an entry point because like fucking VR is so expensive if you want to if you want to go for some of the higher end headsets like some of those cost they're ridiculous thousand dollars the uh, like, the valve index is fifteen hundred dollars by comparison yeah. to four hundred for the MetaQuest, which yeah like insane. all in one all in one uh, the, the PlayStation VR was nice because like I already had my PS4 console, so all I needed to do was buy the headset, and I bought it a couple years after it came out, um, and I think I got it at a great deal, like 150 bucks or 200 bucks or something. Oh, so yeah. I, I got good, I got good mileage out of that while it lasted. You know, the the wiring and the you know being wired to the console was kind of a pain in the ass, just because like you got 10 wires coming out of your head and it connects to this little converter box that you have to plug into the back of the console the little but... like the little sticks with the balls on the end too yep that? yeah <laughs> you, you had the wands yeah <laughs> not very ergonomic at all uh to your hands but yeah once i got the the quest 2 i was like this is a game changer no wires i can fucking take this thing wherever i want i could play downstairs i could play in my office you know it's the controllers so are nice good. and comfy I like how yeah. they have just like the haptic feedback where if you're just touching a button, you can like your hands will bend in game, which is yeah. Very, nice they got touch. the tracking, the hand tracking. The experience in general, I think, is like, very impressive. Like, hey, wow, VR! I'm gonna you know get this headset. I'm gonna hop in and do other things. Like, but like, how does it actually work? The whole presentation, how they, you know, do like a orientation to get you acclimated to using VR, and it's very innovative. But oh, yeah, yeah, the controls, man. I I was like, whoa, who even thought of that? And how do they do? How do they do this? Because you yeah, just it's glide all... your thumb on, across the top of it, and it it in the game it will show your virtual hands moving along, and it's so accurate. And then the fingers 
just lifting them up and just off of the triggers, not pushing them down yeah. or, or anything, just lifting them up. It will move your fingers and they get, it's really have nice. You, have you tried like any games with the hand tracking? Cause they do like MetaQuest has the hand tracking now, like without the controllers, like you can put Ooh. your controllers down and it'll, it'll track your hands. As long as you have, you have to be in like an adequate, adequately lit room, but like the cameras no. on the headset. Yeah. Yeah. There are you like next time you pick up your quest two, don't get the controllers. Just turn your headset on, put your hands in front of the headset and it'll track your hands. Like Stop your, your movement. No, I'm not kidding. Yeah. This is the future, man. That, man. They added full hand tracking like not too long ago, maybe within the past year. <laughs> oh my god. But it only works with like certain things, right? There are not all games are supported. It's it's only games that, you know, the developers put that mm. functionality into the game, but there are games out there that support like the full hand tracking. And more and more games are putting that into it. Um but it's I really have cool. to look into that. Because, yeah, so, like, to so, open a whole so, new world. To push, like, all your functions are based on hand gestures. So if you make, like, a, like an OK symbol in VR, it'll bring up your menu. And then you, like, use your fingers to navigate around the menu to select what you want. It looks look like crazy. a chef saying, oh, this is a special <laughs> meat <to buy." laughs> It's just a nice. <laughs> no, it's really, it's, yeah, it's, it's really impressive. You're trying to though. play a game where you're trying to do that, but the game keeps putting you in the menu. No, right. I don't want to. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. It's so good. Wow. <laughs> do you want to quit this game? No. It is really impressive for an all-in-one package. No, like, external yeah. hardware required. It's all in the headset, all in the controllers. It's a wow and, factor like, that delivers. Like, you uh, you will get wowed, especially if you haven't done it ever but like if you've played it maybe in the 90s and like yeah it was it was it, it was what it was but but now where we're at it is they didn't have it in the 90s I, yeah it, it is <laughs> the a virtual boy the i virtual mean boy in the nights i played the what was it the first the kickstarter oculus uh oh really the guys at work at, at our old place had it and uh it has it has come a long way in just that short amount of time like it's crazy. The the re- the refresh rate and the screen resolution on it from, you know, the original Kickstarter models has come a long, long way. So, it's it's definitely the most accessible VR has ever been. Like mm-hmm. this head, like if if you, I would not recommend anything else to anyone looking to get into VR besides the the Quest Two, because like I said, it's super easy to set up. Like when you initially get it, it's like you put it on. And you gotta have the stupid meta account or whatever, you know. It's required to <laughs> yeah, yeah. to actually play games. Water. You need you need a Facebook account and you need to link it to this headset. That That's the, the only downside part. of it. Apple does that. Right? The worst part about VR is like right. uh, is the maintenance of stuff. Like having to type in like uh, email addresses on stuff is like an- annoying because you don't have a keyboard. You're used to like ripping out. It's like it's worse than a controller, like a console controller. But at yeah. the same time, like. And then, you know, I don't know, we were talking before about, you know, menus and systems, system stuff, but that stuff can all be, you know, really the technology is there. It's just, they're just yeah. adapting and getting used to the space, really. It's also, yeah, it's just a different interface. Like we're mm-hmm. so used to, like when you hop on Xbox, we know exactly what to do. We know how to party up. We know how to hop in a game. We know how to invite each other. Yeah. Like, that's like second nature to us now, but we were trying to. You know, we hopped on VR <laughs> oh trying to God. play games together and we're like, how the Not fuck do we easy. do this? We have to 
invite to the party and then we have to join like a Look, it's a call, call through facebook messenger yep. and then we go into each other's like homes well, and, one of and, us becomes a host so it's become, right like when, so again go back a little bit come to when my hangout you do create yeah. when you create your account when you get when you get all or, yeah um oriented to like whatever it is your preferences are going to be you have to pick a home you have a home base so when you boot up your quest you have whatever skin whatever theme you want to see and you can everyone's going to have one of these and you can go to each other's homes and it's a virtual home now this is actually pretty cool because it has the spatial audio going on yeah right we were just hanging out in dave's little home for for a (laughs) little bit Dave, old Chinese man, he's just on yeah. the floor. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Playing, we'll just preface that. Playing VR when your back hurts, it's not so Not fun. the best idea. So Dave is sitting on a, like, we're in, like, this very uh, lavish, yeah. like, backyard and, like, I'm classy, this incredible vista. And you're sitting on these beautiful lounge couches outside. But, like, you have no legs, so you just, this, and I don't know why you're Asian, but you're, like, <laughs> in the furniture dude it was well uh, dave was sitting on a dave was sitting on a couch in real life so it looked like he was sinking through the floor yeah VR. i was laying on the floor at points just staring at the sky like, oh my was, god it is tough that's but that's the thing with vr though like you know we're talking about motion controls and the we brought the motion controls to like the main the main populace, but like you don't always feel like playing motion games, which is the thing that no different. That's tough about VR is that that's you got the downside of VR. You got to have a little bit of motivation and you got to put a little effort into it to actually play VR stuff, which 100% it's an experience and it's definitely worth the experience. But sometimes with you just feel like pretty sweet. It is, yeah, it is. It is like that was the first time I had played with anybody in VR, really. And I mean, we played uh, what was it? Walkabout golf, which Walk is about mini golf. Yeah. Mini golf, which is awesome because mini golf is in general awesome. But you can go to like the craziest vistas, or like you can you know anything it's that really your mind cute. can come we were up. Looking with. at the artwork last uh, night. Uh, was it last night? Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. 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 It it, it is the vistas are great. Hello. It's like simple. It's simple because I mean the quest is running off like mobile hardware you know it's not the most powerful headset in the world it's pretty good it's better than mobile i'd say but yeah they do um the frame rate's good though which is they do a really good job of saving on resources like like walkabout mini golf we're saying everything is like simple polygons but they make the most of it and they make it look clean and you know nice and fresh and it like it's smooth like you said this is another thing i wanted to bring up you know, we talk about frame rate in video games and everybody's complaining about 30 FPS. Everything needs to be 60 frames per second now, blah, 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 whatever. I can handle a 30 FPS game on console, yeah. but when the frame rate in VR sucks, oh, it's going to make you sick. It gets you it's nasty. Because yeah. I, pl- I tried to play this play this game. Um, it's like a God mode game. It's called Deism. And I was excited to play it. You know, it's like a God mode city builder thing. That's cool. So I hopped in and the frame rate was just absolutely terrible. Like it was below 30 frames per second. It was hitching. Like everything was in slow motion. Like my hands, my hand movements weren't matching up with what was (laughs) happening in real life. So it it was like, it was, I was like, I got to get out of here. Like I thought it was something with my headset maybe. 
because I couldn't find anything online about anybody else experiencing this. But I tried a couple different times and I'm like, it's it's just not working. Hmm. So and that sucks because like I wanted to give that game a chance. But because the frame rate was terrible, I'm just like, I'm probably never going to play this again. But someday that's uh yeah, like you said, Dave. I always want, I have the ambition to play VR. I'm like, oh. Well, because you so use many, it I, for workouts and stuff. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I do the boxing game. Um, one of the games I was going to bring up is called Thrill of the Fight. Uh, oh, they, the game dude, is great. I love it. it. It's like, probably, like, during, the, it got me through the winter. Because, I mean, normally, if in the summer, I'm outside, I'm playing basketball, I'm going for runs and stuff. But in the winter, I'm stuck inside, I can't do any of that stuff, so... Over the over this past winter, Thrill of the Fight was like my main source of exercise. Because um, hmm. I was, I mean, I was so like inside. Fight so it's like it's. I mean, it's a boxing simulator essentially. Does so like you're. A, you got any like career modes or stuff? It's like that? very simple. It's very like yeah, it's kind bare of bones. Looking. But the it's bare bones. There's no like career mode or anything. But like the actual boxing mechanics feel really good and feel really accurate and real. Hmm. You know, they, I think that's where they put most of their effort into is making it feel like actual, like you're oh, actually dude, fighting you're, someone. You're exhausted just swinging in the yeah. air and doing that. You're just keeping your arms and you're blocking. And yeah, you're, you're basically just, just shadow boxing. Yeah, yeah, dude. The whole it, time. It is a workout. What happens it's when you get hit? Like does the it's controller like, vibrate? It gives like you like a little vibrate or like a... I think the control the controllers vibrate and it gives yeah, you like a little flash, you know. Yeah. So it, that's it lets cool. you know. It gives you feedback when you get nice. hit. Okay, that's cool. Kind of picture um, like a Punch Out, mm-hmm. where yeah. it's just like here's a guy, he's easy, and here's a guy, he's easy. But they not ramp as up easy. the difficulty, and then it goes yeah. up, 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 and then eventually you're yeah you're fighting. <laughs> Pop Zizinski's knocking you the fuck out. Yeah. Well, money money maker <laughs> uh, is the Tyson. Money maker. Okay. There you he's go. he's yeah he's tough, um, but they Green. have they have different like Brandon said the the fighters as you go up they get harder they all have different styles and weaknesses too which is really That's cool. That's cool. And the AI models yeah. I think are really smart and they um I think they present a really interesting challenge because each of them has a different fighting style and there's like I think there's four different difficulties. Um, so there's like rookie, there's you know. I forgot what they're all called, but yeah. and then like the highest one is outclass, like the super hard mode. The, um, it has but, like other things too, though, like the gym thing. I like, like you can. They have like, training modes. Yep. Yeah, okay. yeah. you just like heavy bag. You're hitting the heavy bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, dude. You're just doing all those things, and it's like if you do it for a while, it's like man, your arms get legit. Tired. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I play. I played this game so much that I I TKO'd every single fighter on the hardest <laughs> difficulty, and now I'm going through. Wow. And you can like after that, you can do custom difficulties, so you can mess with the sliders, increase their punch powers, increase their okay. speeds. Well, okay. So now, since I beat the hardest difficulty, I'm ramping those sliders up, and now I'm trying to go through every fighter again. <laughs> so that's pretty yeah, sweet. It's I wonder it's really if there's cool, a yeah. demo for that because I did notice there are a lot of demos out there which is nice because you kind of uh, it's it's on sale it's, it's uh often it's is it? it's definitely Dude, worth it if it's like 20 bucks or less i would say it's another thing i love about the oculus store there's always something on sale and if you have a game that you're waiting for it's Just more than likely it. to go on sale or right wish list it or whatever wish list it you'll get the notification in the app when it goes on sale boom there you go hmm. but like they cycle out sales very regularly and there's always a daily deal 
on the the Oculus uh, store, uh, which is really nice. Just to, to to go back to thrill of the fight. So I have that game. I like at the end of the fight when they're deciding who wins the fight and the ref's got your hands and he's going to raise one or the other to who won. You can beat the shit out of the ref. Oh, yeah. You can just fucking punch the shit out of the ref. Like his head moves and all stuff and you just beat him and all stuff. Just give him a nice... Oh, I lost? Give him a nice right hook. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, can I do this? Am I going to... like? Do they kick me out of the game? Like, no. They just stand there taking it. Uh, They don't... uh... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say... Go ahead. I was going to say, they don't care about low blows either. Like, you can go for the balls if that. you want. No, they don't. There's no, uh, like, penalties or anything. <laughs> they, gonna, like, you can do whatever you want. Sit on the ground fun. and punch up. <laughs> I've never tried that, but Stays I'm curious how that would work. Okay. My back hurts. <laughs> Get me. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Um, I had my wife uh, try it real quick. She's like, let me try it. I'm like, sure, it's a workout. She got frightened instantly. And I'm like, what happened? And she says, I put the headset on. And mm-hmm. next thing you know, this giant man is just coming at me and just towering over me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah, I guess that would be kind of frightening. But because, like, when you get in the ring, he come, he like, he doesn't walk to you. They just, he's over there. He's about like right. 10 feet away. You teleport the to the middle starts, of the ring. Yeah. You. Boom! Like he's instantly there. It's, just, it's kind of a jump scare. Like, yeah, so I, I didn't tell her that part, and, dude. And there's so, like some of the fighters are shorter. Some of them there's like one of them that's like seven feet tall, and you got to change up your strategy. You know, you got to right. go for the body shots instead, and you got to yep. keep punch your distance because he's got long arms. Again. Yeah, yep. just punch like, him right there. In you the nuts. go. Yep. But no, I can't. Like, if you're looking for a way to exercise in VR, like thrill the fight is probably one of the best things you can do yeah who like makes who makes that it is uh i did want to shout them out the developer and publisher is sea lost interactive oh they are working on a sequel thrill the fight 2 um and they're pretty close uh i've, I've actually i follow the thrill the fight uh subreddit and they're, they're always posting updates in there about the sequel and it sounds like they're adding a lot of stuff multiplayer Oh, yeah. they're adding multiplayer in the sequel street which fighting. will be really cool <laughs> going yeah. in the back locker he's like you know what what that was a cheap shot let's take this right here right now if you and me you know yep That'd be sweet. but yeah yeah i'm pumped i'm pumped for that that i can't recommend that enough uh if you're looking for a way to fucking get a nice cardio workout brandon so you mentioned your wife though did you guys have you guys tried the youtube youtube vr Yes. Like doing the 360. Yes. That's like, cool. I, my little, my little one wants to like. He's like four, and I'm like, dude, you can't play VR. Like, it's, it can't be good for your little brain. <laughs> His brain's gonna melt. Like, I don't know if it's gonna fit, Sorry. but he he wants to like watch like one thing. So I'm like, fine, YouTube. So I've we've all gone and like checked out VR YouTube, and mm-hmm. I've actually let my little one like sit in my lap and I hold it, and then we it's like uh, we'll be on a boat. Yeah. And we'll look at elephants or something like that's, that. That's that's cool. That's pretty cool. I'm like, I try to explain to him like, so this isn't real, but it was real. Somebody filmed it, and we can see it with these special glasses. And he's just like, that's oh. a good way so of explaining he, it. Okay, that's that's yeah. all. I, yeah, I but, usually um, put, I put my kids on roller coasters. I, <laughs> I did one. I've done that with him once before. I thought he was gonna freak out. Skydiving and, off of a hot air balloon. I put my wife in that oh, one. Wow. <laughs> She's like. My my legs are all jelly. I'm gonna fall down. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you're okay. You're okay. But oh, that's it funny. is a trip for I don't know for first time in it. It gets it gets pretty intense. It's tough to dude. It's adapt. It's weird to how the it new tricks world. your brain. It does. It really does. 
And like when you're when you're in it and you're just, you know, you forget the world around you sometimes. And like there have been times where I fucking like punch my <laughs> desk or wall or something. I'm like, oops, <laughs> it brings it like snaps you back into reality. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, that's right. I'm in I'm in my small office. I'm not actually in the fucking boxing ring. It really is virtual. But yeah, there's that there's that game. Like I was talking to you guys before recording uh, called The Climb 2. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's by Crytek. Oh, really? Yeah, that's impressive. Cool. I that's mean, cool. Crytek is a legit studio. So for them to like make something like the climb, like <clears throat> it's it's very it, it looks really nice. You know, there are limitations on. Well, uh, what is it? Is you just climbing stuff? You're you're climbing stuff. Uh, yes, but it's beautiful, beautiful locations. Like and rock climbing or building climbing or uh, all of the yep all yep, of the above yep, okay sweet yeah. and it's up to you to make your path so they just have all these different paths that you can take to get to the top hmm. and I believe from watching the trailer and watching some YouTube people talk about it you kind of it's like when you play a racing game I know Forza did this I think uh, Project Gotham did this where you can have a ghost of yourself. Also, so people, your friend, you can see your friend's path. <laughs> that's oh, cool. that's cool. So, yeah, so we all could see each other doing this and how we got there could be different and how long it took, but we can race each other. They, I knew you can race. I don't think it's at, in live. That'd be awesome if you can do it live, but I saw that as an option. Like, that's still pretty sweet, uh, but it just looked really cool. And I'm afraid of heights big time. <laughs> and I was just looking at some of these views. And I'm like, it looks real. I'm like, it would be incredible to do it virtually instead of the real thing because i'm doing the real thing are you looking like you're climbing an invisible ladder when you're doing it is that like you have to reach out and grab handholds yeah yeah all games have i don't know the exact controls but a lot of games are doing this um eric and i were playing population one and if you put your guns away in that game you can scale walls you just Mm -hmm. use the not the main grip buttons the grip buttons the grip buttons okay Yeah. yeah that's a good term yeah the grip buttons you use those that lets you climb up and scale a wall Uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of games are different um that seems like more of a common one but yeah that that game has my attention so i definitely want to check that out that looks and what's cool is that you're talking about these hand gestures i i could see this studio probably incorporating that dude yeah for sure crytek does make some some nice looking stuff so that's i think i saw a demo for that i was downloading (laughs) it but did not have time to get in there that looks that is a nice thing about VR too, is that you don't quite. It seems like there was a fair amount of de- like I'm used to, you know, Xbox ecosystem and stuff like that. It seems like there was a lot more VR demos in the store than there are regular like game demos and like the Xbox it makes total like sense because you got it. It is some of them like the one I'm going to talk about was you know it's like 30, 40 bucks. So and you're a lot of the VR experiences are usually shorter, so you know they're. Uh, I was going to talk about Star Trek, actually. Ooh, we can get into this one. That. Yeah. Uh, are you? Do, do it, you guys? Yeah. Are you guys Trekkies? <clears throat> no, I'm not 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 not. Yeah, Trekkie? I'm kind of in the same camp. Like I'm, I'd What's be your willing Trek of choice. To, uh, I I haven't seen much oh, besides okay. like a couple. I tr- I tried to start at the original series. And oh I, God, I failed. No. Don't do they that. had it on Netflix a while ago, and I'm like, in college, I'm like, I should really watch Star Trek. <laughs> so I, st- I watched like maybe five episodes back of in the, the Kirk days. Series. Yeah, 
was a and little like, probably rough. Oh, that's, uh, that's, it was okay. It was, yeah, I would. I didn't hate it, but I'm just like probably a little like I'll be watching. Little, I don't know. Just campy. Yeah, campy. You know? Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. We will probably do a Star Trek episode. Uh, probably not the first movie, but the second one. That was the good one. Wrath of Khan. Uh, or you know the thing with Spock and all that stuff like. That's that's a great movie. Um, Wrath of Khan. There's there's some good yeah. moments in Star Trek. Do I need the background? Do I need all the the history <laughs> no, no, no. and lore? Did you guys Star know? Trek you know what the bridge movies? is. You know the captain. You know the ship, like the bridge layout or whatever. So this is Star Trek bridge crew. Where essentially it's, I want to call it like a, you know, job simulator for being in the USS Starfleet or whatever because <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> It's pretty close. Right, like but, you each you each have your your but, positions and posts. Yeah, wait, which era is this? Is this Picard? Is so you this... can you can do multiple different versions of ships, oh. and oh. that's pretty cool, actually. So that's you can cool. have AI people for it, or you can join online matches, and everybody plays their own station. So you go through like <clears> missions, <throat> and you go. Do you hear that beep boop? Yeah, absolutely, constantly. It's awesome. <laughs> like they oh, they do sweet. model out these bridges. I didn't unlock the uh, the next generation. That's my my heart and home for my Star Trek. They are a little. <laughs> they they're still fantastic to to this day. But towards the beginning of the TNGs, they were a little a little funnier. But yeah, pretty much any bridge you can. I think I forget what the name of the ship that they give you is, but it's a little different. But you know, you have your navigator, your tactical person. You could be a captain. You have an engineer. So you have multiple people that can fill up multiple stations. If you're playing with a person, it's you know you just play, you just sit in front of your keyboard, and it's you always see like Star Trek, and you're wondering like, what the fuck buttons are they pressing? They're just like sliding their fingers all over the place. Like this right. isn't real shit. Come on, but this is actually like full control panels, and you see like you see exactly what buttons they are pressing, and like they put they put good fun game mechanics behind it because. It's kind of like the so like what's one of the things you would do like the co-op like the co-op of it like no one person can do everything like the navigator is in charge of like steering the ship putting it in location to like make jumps to places and you know general navigation the tactical person controls the guns and the scanning and the teleporter and then the engineer controls moving the power around based to you know if you need to go to uh warp speed you got to move power to the engines and divert things and repair things is there a captain is that yeah and then there's the captain in the chair and then there's the captain yeah and it's oh, funny because that's cool because i was doing the tutorial and i looked down and i got a skirt on and these damn sexy legs coming out and i'm like whoa i am looking good, I'm right looking good. <laughs> but it, it is like for a trekkie like it is like the ultimate fucking like Star Trek experience because you're doing what I you bet, always yeah. want to fucking do whenever you watch those shows is and it does have I was having trouble with the voice stuff I gotta redo that stuff but you can you can just do everything with voice commands when you're playing with AI say so, tactical scan the objective and then they'll do their they'll do whatever <laughs> they gotta do and I'm That's sitting funny. there trying to do That's it cool. I'm sitting in my living oh room my, God, my wife's dude. watching Netflix my kids playing with a dog and I'm going Engineer, we need more power to the shields. <laughs> Shut up, Nick. What the fuck is going on here? But it is it is so cool when you're like when you're in there, like because you are like part of the bridge crew. It is. It Do you is have fun. like missions and objectives? And shit? Yeah, there's like a to... there's a three to five hour campaign where you go through oh. and 
you know, you're leaving like the starport and you can press a button to go outside of the ship and kind of just like look around outside of the ship and then you let go and you're back in the captain's seat. This sounds like uh like fucking Sea of Thieves, you know. A sea of Thieves in VR would be mm. really cool. It's like the same I was thing, thinking you know. About you each that. got your job. Sea of Thieves each got oh, your would be job. great in VR, you know. Mm-hmm. This one is that would fun. Be really, really cool. You don't have to deal with VR sickness at all, which I loved because everybody's just sitting at their console. <laughs> you can sit going, and play this one. Yeah, right. Like, I don't want to yeah. sit here. But you can pull. This is the one I was talking about <laughs> with the finger fidelity, where you can you have to actually like. Squeeze triggers to point your fingers and then press buttons on a thing yeah. or slide things yeah, around. Yeah, it's pretty cool and... how they do it. You get you get acclimated to it, though. You don't think you will, but you do really quick. Yeah. That's oh, why yeah. I'm impressed with like, this tech. That's why the controls are so intuitive. I mean, to grab something, you literally just grab like you normally would with the grip controllers, you know. And if you <laughs> want to point your finger, you just point your finger out and push something. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. The Navigator really is one cool. of those cool, like, throttle handles that you gotta actually grab and pull back to go to warp speed, and it's... Nice. It's good. Yeah. Like, the graphics, like, the... Like, it's, you know, full voice acting, like, throughout the campaign or whatever. You got the people that pop up on the screen and, you know, <laughs> we need help. Please teleport these people out of here, and you gotta go through a nebula to get there, and like, You have to, like, say stuff back. Affirmative, kid. <laughs> you could. <laughs> but I, that's why I wanted to play the online, because I would be... I would have to role play if, like, you go if say, you go play online and you're the ta- all right, Captain, and you gotta get into your shit. Oh yeah, so. you could have an accent or something like that. That'd be good. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So that was one I thought was super fun. I could see it being a little boring if you're not a Star Trek fan. You're not like into the Trek fantasy because, like, sure, you go impulse drive to a thing. Like, you might have to wait like a couple seconds while the ship is traveling. Like, it's not nonstop bang 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 action and stuff like that it's oh it's not that uh your science fiction well (laughs) i feel like you could just risk you could just reskin the game and make it star wars and make it a fucking like star destroyer simulator why don't they do they have an x-wing game like x X x-wing would be i mean they got squads they do have squadrons in vr but it's not on quest it's i think that would be awesome imperial game just to be the bad guys from like the original trilogy and you're hunting down yeah like i want to be on the bridge of a star destroyer you know yeah Yeah, just go around like just tie fighters you got to be in the fighters you get an a-wing the y-wing you have different control layouts there you go right you can sit in there and like be in the cockpit and it'd probably be pretty realistic i was gonna say they have that i played the um so for the first battlefront uh they had well the first remake of battlefront (laughs) on playstation vr they had the vr like squadron missions which i i did those and you're like you're part of a a tie fighter not tie fighter an x-wing squadron and you're like going around doing missions it was super short it was only like 20 30 minutes but it was it was awesome like you get that feeling that you're flying an x-wing and yeah there's just nothing it is else like that yeah. but they need to i mean they like i said they have squadrons in vr but they you know i think it's only no, no. on they PlayStation did the vader stuff and maybe yeah. steam no, i think but, the vader yeah. stuff is the only star wars stuff you get but vader immortal is is good i only played the first episode so far i have the other two but i just haven't played them yet well we, I'm we the heard same, man i haven't like i thought i would crush them and i'm like yeah they're they're, they're, they're short too they're cool. i want to get short. back to it but yeah but that's not like, canon I, though right I think it. I think everything now technically yeah, is canon until, since oh, Disney took over everything they Disney, make, and then they throw all this right. out. Okay, garbage. so so because like not not to like really talk about that game, but like and it's kind of a spoiler, but that's interesting because they have this. Um, Vader finds this stone. So this is when he's Vader. 
uh, Padme is dead, and um, mm-hmm. he's on Mustafar, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like infiltrating talking, his palace. Yeah, and he's taught. He's communicating to. Or he's trying to communicate to Padme. In the afterlife through this rock, I, I I could be wrong, but like he's trying to use the force to to talk to. It's in the books dead. too. They touch on some of that in, okay. the, in the comics. Yeah. Too. You, you yeah. witness it. You went. You're like hiding. You're like sneaking through. It's actually pretty cool. That game is awesome. The and they go on sale a lot. You get all three. Um, yeah, thank God that like the Star Wars games are funny because like you're gonna play a Star Wars game. You're gonna want to get a blaster and you're gonna want to use a lightsaber and use the force. And they do it when. Well. When Vader, that first moment when Vader walks up to you, it's <laughs> yeah. so intimidating. And your head comes like, up to like his he's towering chest. over yeah. you. Yeah, he's towering over you. He's looking down at you, and he's right there in front of you. It's it's crazy. Yeah. That one is it's yeah. very good graphic fidelity there too. They keep you in fairly close spaces so they can make it mm-hmm. nice and yeah. nice and good looking. And the the lightsaber combat feels good too. But I'm I mean that that wasn't the highlight for me. Just the, like the the vader stuff is so yes good. yeah definitely worth it i gotta the, i gotta finish i've been those. trying to work in the um tales of the resistance yeah the rise think, of, yeah one of the the tales of something there's another <clears throat> star wars game on yeah and i got that on one VR. too and i've been working on that i was actually working on that i keep getting lost in it and it's just not intuitive sometimes it's it's fun it's got cute jokes in it uh star wars tales from galaxy's edge that's what it was called mm. um it's good. It's it's worth it. Definitely get it when it's on sale. Um, and it's a mix of like shooting and using lightsaber. It's a story. Um, there's just a lot of back and forth on some levels. I'm like, man, this is like I've been here like four times. And I gotta keep, I gotta go here again, but go over here this time. It's I don't know. I, that one didn't grab me as much as um Vader and uh, Immortal. Hmm. Just just if I was gonna rank them or whatever, but still worth checking out. Like there are some cool oh, things yeah. that happen and the jokes are pretty good, you know. Alright. I got a couple games to touch on before we go too long here. Um one of my first ones that I wanted to shout out was probably one of my favorite ones that I played in my time with VR this past week. It's called The Last Clockwinder. I was telling you guys a little bit about this one. Um it's developed by and developed and published by Pon- Pontico, Pontoco. Okay, I think it, I think they're called. Um, which is cool because a lot of these games are developed and published by. You don't. I mean, you don't really think about it, but most of these VR games are indie games. Like, yeah, they are smaller. Yeah. They well, are small studios. Star Trek is not, most of them. Star Trek is Ubisoft. No. Shout out. Yeah, shout that's why I said most. Oh, they, Ubisoft was did Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, most of these VR studios are like smaller indie studios that are pumping out these really cool VR games and they're interesting and unique just like indie games are. Um, But the last Clockwinder uh, is really cool. It's basically, so the summary here is you're on a mission to repair an ancient clock tower Mm -hmm. built into the trunk of a colossal tree. Hmm. Inside the tower, you find a pair of gloves that allow you to turn anything you do into a looping clockwork automaton using your automatons to grow plants, harvest resources, build wild contraptions and find a way to save the clock tower so what's really cool i know it's it's kind of hard to conceptualize it without seeing it but think about like the most basic example of what you're doing is you are recording your movements to uh automate these systems so say you have this bin here right Mm -hmm. and there's this fruit 
plant and you want to get as many fruit into this bin uh, in the, you know, the shortest amount of time, the most efficient way that you can. So you start out by, you can press a button and record any movements that you do and it'll create a clone of you doing your movements. So say, so I press the button, I go up, grab the fruit, put it in the bin, it stops recording. I step back and then I see this automaton continuously grabbing the fruit and putting it in the bin, right? Was that those robots? Yeah. They're okay, like, they're the like, trailer. they're like floating robots. They're with like, long yes. Arms and, yeah. They're like yeah, clones yeah, of little you. Little okay. Yeah. So you, out, you get a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. You're recording your movements and whatever movements you do, the, the clones will do uh, as well. And they'll just keep repeating it. Okay. So it gets more complex and complicated when you have like, so you start planting multiple, you know, fruit plants around the, there's there's like they're little puzzle rooms so each room you go to there's a different puzzle you have to solve so say i plant more of these plants but the bins over here there's a plant way across the room so i record myself picking the fruit and throwing it across the room <laughs> right so that uh, that clone will continuously pick and throw across the room and another I, one catches it then i go across the room record myself catching the fruit across the room right putting yeah, it in cool. the bin so now i this have trippy I have one throwing it to myself, catching it, putting it in the bin, and then that's yeah. continuously doing so, it. And it just builds builds on that idea throughout the game. It's so cool. So they made that tech. They had to come up with that I, that concept, like using a time loop and how can you juggle and do it like exactly right. like connecting connecting the the actions to solve the puzzle. Um, and then you make the story after it around right. that mechanic, right? There is, Very yeah, there's cool. there's a narrative story around that's it That's VR too. in a nutshell, hmm. though. Like, what can we do? Like, what's our gimmick? What can we do that's really innovative, really fun? That is the exactly. best experience here. Best part. And let's make a story around it. That's it's, what it seems Yeah, like. it's, it's, the same with, it's the same with indie games. You know, I feel like indie and VR yeah. are, go together yeah. hand in hand. Because, you, like you said, it starts with that nugget of an idea. Wouldn't it be cool if we made a game where you're just recording your movements doing these actions? And then they built a game around that yeah. single cool idea. And it just, yeah, it turned out so, so good. Which... I mean, that's the, I think the drawing point of VR is because like everything kind of, it's like kind of un, I don't want to say uncharted territory, future video games, but like <laughs> there, I mean, there's a lot that they're still figuring out and there's a lot of like things that they're still trying to learn how to do. Like, like the movement part of it always come back to me. Like we were, I was looking at, I'm making Eric look at Omni treadmills earlier and like, <laughs> Like when is like when is Ready Player One gonna actually happen? Like when you know that's everyone's that's walking around with a VR headset, the full metaverse kind of bullshit thing where like you just leave it on and you just turn it on and off, whether you're like in reality and you're using the front facing cameras or something like that. Like it's it'll it'll get there. Maybe our knows, maybe our yeah. grandkids, but I don't know. There is still a lot of like because we played Rec Room for a hot minute or whatever, and it's you know Roblox and VR essentially right. yeah but like even that is just kind of like not perfectly smooth not one-to-one it's kind of a little wonky at times but at time hey it's fucking vr roblox yep yeah it's the technology still getting there um but if you have a if you have a strong enough idea mm -hmm. like they have in the last clockwinder like those kind of singular experiences that's a lot of the, that's another reason why i love vr games is they are shorter experiences like they're cheaper games, they're you know yeah. they're in the ten, twenty, thirty dollar range um, yeah. for like a most. for like a three to five hour experience, you know. 
which is fine with me. I'm I'm fine well, with. But there's also replayability. There's re yeah exactly. You there's replay replayability, but like I actually feel like I can get through some of these games and finish them without having such like a huge commitment. You know, yeah. Like I sure. ha- I can have this experience and I can put it away and be happy that I had that experience. And again, it kind of goes back to the the indie game thing. It's the same thing. You know, they're shorter experiences, but like if they if they're strong enough, they stick with you. Yeah. The uh I, I don't know. I'm always like trying to find games where I'm a I'm a Jedi. Of course I got you know, of course I got like Beat Saber, which is cool by the way. Played Beat Saber's great. Eric. We played multiplayer. Played I didn't even yeah. know multiplayer oh, really? was a thing in that That's game. Cool. Yeah, cool. We were facing each I was like behind him or something like that, and I could see, yeah, him next to me and he's doing his We're doing the same song together. But anyways, um You're doing like splits and like Fancy move. Brandon, doing, Brandon did some spins. spins. Yeah, right, Brandon I got like, fancy with it. I was like, if I spin, will you see it? Yeah, Brandon's so like, watch me. Watch me. Yep. He's so like a three year old. Like, watch me spin. Yeah, watch me now. Okay, no, hey, look at me. Watch Wait, me. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, are you looking? Look at me now. Okay, I'm going to do it Wait, again. Right? Um, so, uh, you know, that was cool. But uh, no, I was playing. I, I think I've told you guys about this, but Fruit Ninja, the, ah, the, the Ninja, mobile yeah. game Fruit Ninja. Do you know right? they just You've came out with Fruit Ninja 2? Wait, there's a second uh, one? Yes, I did. There is a second fruitier? one. So Fruit Fruit Ninja's good. It's the Half Brick Studios guys. And uh, I'll have to get the Fruit Ninja 2. But what I, what I want to say, going back to my comment about, like, well, I always wanted to be a Jedi um, in, when I put the VR set on, is I found uh, a game mode where it's basically survive as long as you can. It's like um, a survival mode. I forget the exact title, but there's like campaign, arcade whatever but if you go to this game mode it's all fruit chopping sure and uh what's cool about it is it's not just like fruit flying up and like bombs right uh and then you got to cut the right ones and not and not let them hit the ground but you're in this secluded area at this old castle like looking thing it looks like and these they look like droids and they they kind of putter around they don't have they they kind of fly irregularly and they're kind of like going like left and right up and down and um, they have a basket on top of them, and then randomly a fruit will shoot out. Sometimes a bomb. But what I love is you just got your sword, and you have these droids with fruit baskets that they just shoot them at you. And I pretend that the droids during the day go into the village, buy up all the fruit, mm-hmm. and then they come up to me and they put them in the basket. And you I give train. them the backstory. You give the droids, I the fruit droids, up, the backstory. Okay. If you have. But go, I'm making this all up, but like, and just like, you're just keeping your um, skills, you know, sharp. It adds to the experience, you know? But like, it feels like, I, yeah, because I'm slicing and dicing <laughs> with these droids shooting fruit at me. But the over time, more droids come out and they shoot more fruit and bombs at you. And it's actually, I think that's way more fun than the, the, the standard hmm. mode or the arcade mode. Or whatever. I thought you were going to say like Luke Skywalker with the training droid. That's where I thought you were going with that one. But No, but you can do that in that Vader Immortal, which is really Yeah, there's a whole training okay. room. That's sweet. Thing. Yeah, Rear. and then like yeah. in Tales of the Galaxy's Edge, you collect those things as you do the levels. And you could th- you just gr- you grab your chest mm-hmm. and then you uh, you pull out the one that you want and you chuck it in the air. And it just kind of stops like three feet above you, and it'll it'll be one that protects you or shoots or oh that's sweet sh- throws bombs yeah it's actually yeah 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 yeah, yeah. cool 
I didn't even know there was a Fruit Ninja out for this, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah. That's something that you always want when you're playing those games. You're just like swiping on the screen, or they have it at Chuck E. Cheese, or they have it on Connect, yeah. where you're like chopping, but sword is where it's at. Well, I got it for the kids, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't like it. I'm like, well, pff, I bought the damn thing. Let me play this. <laughs> and I just discovered that, and I'm like, You're not oh, going to play it. I'm going to play it. Uh, this funny. is actually way more fun. And then I kind of made this whole back fake story about what I was to get myself into it. But I guess that's role-playing, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you have to do some amount of role-playing in VR. You know, especially if it's a game where you're in a certain, a specific universe. You got to just lose yourself in it. You know, like Dave was saying with the Star Trek thing. Just makes it more fun. It does. I, I mean, you're committed that. at that point. It's it's the getting over the hurdle of standing and putting something on your fucking head. Dude, it's like, you know, it's why, I mean, it goes back to part of the reason why we love video games. You want to get lost and part of the reason why we do this show you want to get lost in a different world and with vr you can actually do that like yeah. trick your brain into thinking you are in a different i haven't world. played mm-hmm. any horror games though like i Dude, don't i haven't pulled the trigger on that <laughs> when i want to you said that that i was gonna bring it up when i just wanted to shout out quickly the, the walking dead saints and sinners is, is so fucking good but it's so stressful that I've only played it a handful of times because it's like I have to be in the right mindset to want to be in that universe. You got to like hack zombies in the face with hatchets and yes. shit. It's like if it's a, basically a zombie apocalypse walking dead simulator. Oh, like it, that's so, it's like, good. so it's a survival gameplay. It's a survival you can't just game. Go on, hit it one time and it's dead. Like you got to like be careful with your ammo you gotta do yeah right it's, place. it's a legit survival game like you you do have like resources and food and you're crafting new weapons and upgrades and stuff and yeah like your weapons have durability and you have like stamina so if you run too much you'll get winded and then you know the zombies will get you easier and like what was the healing ooh. like you have to take like dude you gotta you gotta physically take your backpack off grab food out of your backpack eat it and then put your backpack <laughs> back on and like That's it's good dude it's so stressful because if you have like two zombies coming at you you're fumbling <laughs> it feels so real because you're fumbling to get your weapons like off your hip and then you can like drop your gun or your knife and you're like you have to physically pick it up and like the zombies are still coming for you it's so stressful oh, so it's not like a game to play a back injury but like it's it's such a, an amazing game so quick. but i just have to be like I can't. I feel like I can't play it at night. It's just too. It's too much. I don't blame you. But I want. I want to play. There's a demo out for this. I want to check. I mean, it's a it's a full ass game. Like it is. It's long. There's a long campaign. You know, it's probably ten to fifteen hours long. And I I probably only got through the first maybe five hours of the campaign. But it is. It's very very good game. Hmm. Maybe there's like a cheat code that you can put in. So well, that's the thing about you know. Like zombies and the Walking Dead universe, if you make too much noise, all the zombies will be drawn to you. And then, you know, if you start popping off shots, you're just going to draw more zombies. So really what you want to do is, you you know, you got to use the crouch mechanic. You got to take out your knife and like knife them in the back of the head and then (laughs) move on. Uh, it's, It's crazy. Sounds gruesome and awesome at the same time. It is, yeah, it's it's awesome, but I can't, like, there. I have, like I said, I have to be in a, a specific mindset to actually want to play that, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Like, when I sit down and relax, I don't, I'm not, when I sit down and play a video game, I want to sit down to relax and, you know, kind of zone out. But, like, with that game, <laughs> your heart rate's up, you're stressed out, uh, you're, you have to, you're on edge the entire time, you know? So, 
so another game that I know that we both have played. Um, I don't, Dave. I don't think you have this one, but like Pistol Whip. No, that's kind of oh, cool. Pistol that, Whip that's is so that, good. That's bright. You know, that's like Pistol very Whip is minimal. amazing. Yeah, it's minimal actually artwork. pretty good exercise too because you're doing a lot of squats and yeah, you know, moving around, left, right, mm-hmm. dodge. Yeah, and you're shooting people. Sometimes they or, take your guns from you. Or, and all it's you like can do is dodge. popping them. It's <laughs> like a rhythm. It's a rhythm shooter almost. So if you shoot. Yeah. I mean it's you don't have to, but if you shoot on the beat, you get like more points and a higher score. It's you're constantly going forward. It's like on rails. Different yeah. kind of guns. You can have dual pistols, you can have you can have all these different kind of pistols, obviously, pistol whip, but um I like the dual pistol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they guys just like these abstract dudes just it kinda of, it's kinda of like super hot. Yeah, the art style's okay. cool. I like That's it. Cool. Just yeah. like super hot style. But yeah, you're just on auto just moving forward. And then guys just come out from left it, and right. It's like a, stuff. I mean, it's basically a matrix. Like you're dodging bullets. You're, you know, pulling yeah. off cool shots. It's cool though. Yeah, it is really cool. Have you finished that campaign? I did finish the campaign of that one. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cloud. Cloud. <laughs> Why can't I say this? Cloud. <laughs> I can't say it. Cloudhead <laughs> Games. There's Cloud no reason head why games. I was stuttering on that. Um, by Pistol. Uh, or that's Pistol Whip by cloudhead games hmm. there you go nice <laughs> dave did you have anything else you wanted to shout out i got i still have a couple more to run through but... i did have one that i do like and it's kind of perfect for vr and it's table tennis i think we were, oh, we were talking yeah, about this about earlier oh is that good i was close and it was surprisingly good uh what's it called specifically 11 table tennis it is by for fun labs um it's got a perfect 10 out of 10 on steam um, Ooh. Whoa. Excuse me. So but that's the thing with VR games. Like it's it's like oh table tennis. How can that be fun? But like in VR, it, it changes it. Because it, you, know? you could like again, you can be in any any arena. Like you could be in the middle of an arena. You could be I don't know on a beach somewhere. Which I mean, reality is whatever you make it there. So, it, but it is surprisingly <laughs> it's smooth because the. Uh, you think it would be weird, like holding a paddle in your hand using like the VR yeah. controller, but it is. Once you get the hang of it, you can, you know, you can put spin on balls. You can, you know, oh, go okay. sideways with it, up spin, top spin. You can do funky serves where you you pull the trigger to like spawn a ball at the, at the top, and you just kind of flick it up, and then you knock it in to serve it. But it does get it gets tough. Like I see myself making the same stupid mistakes I make in real life playing table tennis. So. I know that it's being accurate, but uh, that one, that one I think is super fun. Um, you can do all sorts of stuff. You can play beer pong. Like you can, they've got oh, a lot cool. of different, I like that. A lot of different modes. You can do like training modes where they're like teaching you how to do four spin, you know, side spins and stuff like that. There's there's all sorts okay. of stuff you can do. I believe that one is multiplayer too, which would be fun yes online online cool. pvp table tennis in virtual reality it's the next that's the next phase i'm curious how many like if the three of us wanted to play would it be like rotating like you know winner or loser gets out and the next person comes in uh i'm, I'm curious if it's only two players probably yeah i don't know if they have doubles if that's what you're that asking. would be cool but doubles could get interesting but yeah, VR VR table tennis. I think it's one of the more popular ones out there. I know there are a couple different table tennis games for VR, but it seems to be the uh, the smoothest and the the best one. That's cool. But. Yeah, yeah. It's like that uh, 
that simple idea. It's so weird because mini, like walkabout mini golf. I was looking yes. at that for the longest yes. time. I was like, okay, mini golf is fun in real life, but how much fun am I going to really have with this VR game? You know, where I'm just doing mini golf. But then you buy it and you go into it and there's just something about it. There's just something magical about it. Well, it's magical. The The level design's really, really good. The artwork is yes. really nice. It's mm-hmm. fun when, with your with friends, all that stuff. You, you can fuck with each other. And, and you know, it's cool because there's, there's hidden, about, there's hidden there's balls hidden, yeah, in each level hidden, that you got to find. Yeah. Collect. Well, you were saying, it, Dave, you didn't hear about this because Dave didn't charge his headset or something. He just <laughs> yep. <vanished laughs> through the court. But like you were talking about each level, you can get a, um, like you had a, um, a sword instead. So for the pirate level, the secret club was like a sword that was, you know, a sword golf club. So each yeah. level, there's like a scavenger hunt that you can do. And like, this is on, I think it's only on like the hard. So there's easy and hard for each of the courses. So okay. on the hard That's mode, cool. In hard mode in each of the courses, there's a scavenger hunt that you can do to mm. get a special club. So okay. in the pirate level, that's the only one I've done so far. You find these bottles around the level and you have to search for them. Mm-hmm. So you find the first bottle. It gives you a clue to where the next bottle is. And then right. every time you find a bottle, it gives you a clue. So like, <laughs> that's awesome. oh, the, the next clue is by the big windmill on hole five. You know, this one is by the dead man on hole nine. So like you gotta go around the entire level searching for these bottles, and then once you get to the last bottle, you find your special club and you unlock it. I mean, like that was one of the funnest a, it's things. It's in I a did mini in that golf game. game too, and it's a scavenger it's cool because it's like, fucking awesome. Because just like mini golf, it's Dave's turn. All right, well, what did Eric and I do? We could fuck around, talk to each other, you know, kind of scope out the map i guess but or we could do fun things like that you know? search yes. for the hidden balls or yeah it's so and you just hit one it, button ever one button just so many teleports now. you right back to your ball so it's not like you gotta like true oh hey john walk all the way over here <laughs> like, right. nope, it's your shot there. it's your shot douchebag <laughs> couple things i noticed that i really liked um one if you hit this button you can see the map you can go to map view oh, but it's like so the way cool. they do it so cool it's so cool it's you like a, a giant and you're looking at the le- the entire level, and it's in real time. I could see Eric playing on the course, really small, and he's like waving at. We were waving at each other, oh, switching back and forth. Yeah, but it's just like you see this. Se- it's like a train set. It's just like, like look a, at this little thing. Like the water is moving, and one of those things that you used to make in uh, when you were a diorama. Like a diorama. Thank you. Yes, it's kind of like yes. that. Just like you're a giant looking into this little. There's space. something yeah. like so a like a dollhouse or that. something. Like yeah, yep. I wish I could interact with it though. But other than that, I thought that was really cool. And then uh, Eric showed me that if you take your pole and you hold it up straight up above, mm-hmm. you turn into Mary Poppins basically, and you start flying yeah. upward. You what? go into like God mode, no clip mode. The... Oh, yeah. that's yeah, awesome. You just fly around the map. Yep. Yeah. You, you just f- looking around. That's that's how I did the scavenger hunt a lot of times. Like I'm like, okay, I don't want to teleport all the way over here. I'll just fly up, fly over to this hole, grab the bottle go to the next clue yeah hmm. like it's so cool. all in a so mini cool. golf game you think that the gimmick would be you're playing golf right but you're not there it's virtual <laughs> but it's like no they actually like made it really charming yeah you said magical that one that one is more that one's got more personality it's cute Definitely. music it's cute artwork it's fun fucking around with each other and all that stuff it's it's mm-hmm. great and the golf in general is fun too. Like it's, it's surprisingly it's like accurate <laughs> like the physics very, of it yeah. is good and like the the putting is very accurate when when you hit it short, you're gonna you're gonna fluff it. So, yeah, I mm-hmm. I mean, I had a great time playing by myself, but yeah, it makes it even better 
with you guys. Like I would, I would love to play some more. Absolutely. I couldn't get enough of that. Um, all right. I'll, I know we're running, we're kind of running out of time here, but I got a couple more that I want to quickly go through and shout out. Sure. Let's do it. it. Trover saves the universe is one. Um, that is Justin Roiland joint squanch games. Um, this is, this is on actually it's on VR and non VR platforms. Uh, but the gimmick here is actually kind of fun. I mean, it's obviously that, you know, Rick and Morty style humor. So the jokes are hit and miss. Some of them are funny. Um, uh, sure. I think it makes it better in VR. But um, basically, the premise is that your dogs have been kidnapped by this alien called Glorcon, and he puts them <laughs> in his eyeballs. It's it's stupid, <laughs> weird concept. Right. But um, the what you're doing in the actual game there, you are this race of aliens called Cherorpians, mm-hmm. which is really smart and funny because you can play this entire game sitting down. Okay. So y- your character is sitting in a chair the entire time. So in real life, you can sit down and play this game. <laughs> and you, oh, they're perfect for you, Dave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are control. So you have like in virtual space, you have a controller, like a game controller in your hand. And then this other alien named Trover comes and he's like, oh, we got to, you know, we got to basically save the universe from these fucking this race of aliens or whatever. And you are controlling Trover. So you're sitting in the chair. Trover's over here and you are the one controlling his movements. And so you it's it's weird because it's like almost like playing a regular video game, but it's in virtual space. So like you're moving Trover around with the analog stick. You're attacking enemies and you're jumping around, exploring the environment. Um, but you can like look around in 3D space and you can like pop your chair up to get like better views. It sounds boring and weird, but it's really cool. I think some of the most fun I've had in VR is actually not doing stuff in first person, but doing stuff in third person, like con- being in VR having that perspective to look around, but controlling another character hmm, in the environment. Okay. It was like the same thing. So that, that's what it does in Trover. And it's the same thing in uh, Moss. Right. I, that, the one with the mouse game. Yeah. Um, where you're controlling this little mouse going through these environments. And it's kind of like the walkabout mini golf. Like you said, you're kind of looking down at these small environments and you're controlling this little character. So cool. You know, like, it's, it's weird because you're like, oh, VR, you want to be in first person doing the thing. But some of the coolest games that I've played are you're actually in third person and you're... Con- well, I want to be are... sitting doing the thing. I don't right. want to be... You're, right, exactly. You're, con- you're making someone else do the work. You're controlling You're controlling the character. But Dave, I think, yeah, if if that's what you want in yep. VR, I think Trover Saves the Universe okay. would be really fun. But, I'm looking it up now. I mean, you're... You're going around. You're collecting power babies. Uh, to, <laughs> that sounds like to, a Justin Roiland thing. Yeah. Yep. To power your uh, character up and get new abilities and everything. Um, but yeah, that one's goofy and fun. Uh, another one that I played was called Red Matter. Um, oh, uh, yeah, Red Matter. This was developed and published by Vertical Robot. This one's more of a story-driven. Uh, like a puzzle adventure type game. Hmm, uh, so, I mean, I'm a sucker for like exploring derelict space stations. Yeah, that's kind of what you're doing fun. in this. Okay. Um, so it's set during like the sci-fi Cold War era, and it's basically you're on one side of this uh 
faction. It's like two warring factions. So um, this like fictional country called Volgravia or whatever. So there's this base on Mars and you're exploring a, an abandoned Volgravian base on like a moon, one of Saturn's moons. Um, and you're basically just trying to investigate uh, what's going on here, solve a, like a top secret mystery that's going on. But a lot of the puzzle mechanics are really cool. Um, so, I mean, that's basically what the game is all about is solving the puzzles. But I think the main draw is like the atmosphere of it, you know, being in the space station, just the, uh, the architecture of it, like the brutalist type architecture in like the Cold War era. Um, all that stuff is cool. Like the sci-fi Cold War stuff. Hmm. Is it a horror game? So it's not a horror game, but there are some like, I like weird. And it looked creepy. There are some creepy, weird, mysterious elements. I wouldn't call it horror. Is something trying to kill you while you're playing? No. So <laughs> can you die in this game? Not that I've seen. I don't think so. I think it's mainly just exploration and like puzzle solving. But there is some weird, creepy stuff going on on this space station. There is a, I don't want to spoil it, but there is definitely a mystery that you're trying to solve. Like within the first, I play, I think I played this game for like an hour and a half. Within the first hour, I saw something weird happen. And like they, they're giving me little hints that, you know, there's something more than, than meets the eye here. Yeah, so. it's in the trailer. That's what yeah. I was just like. So there's a mystery here that's pulling you along. It's the it's the narrative that's kind of pulling you along. Okay. Um, and the puzzle the puzzle solving is really fun. There's just something about like pulling levers and pushing buttons in VR that is always fun. <laughs> Dave, that's, that's yeah. yeah, Dave might like that. Yeah, but yeah, that that one's really cool. Um, and like I said, the just the environment is really cool as well. Uh, but those were yeah, those are the main ones. And then Cooking Simulator as well. That sounds I, fun. I, talk... I, I that sounds like weirdly yeah. like <clears throat> not like uh, cathartic, but like just like relaxing, relaxing fun. I played Cooking Simulator. I talked about this on our you make? most recent ketchup episode. Uh, what did I make? Like some roasted pork chops with potatoes. Okay. Some uh, yeah. yeah, fried like roasted salmon. Sounds good. Um, mm. But yeah, no, it was fun. Like I played, I played Cooking Simulator on Xbox, and it, it was like I said, it was a little finicky it's and weird because you got to use the analog. Yeah, analog doesn't match up. Right, you you know, and you got to physically do everything with the analogs, which doesn't really, you know, no, it gets frustrating yeah, sometimes. Like Can you yeah. cut off a finger in Cooking Simulator VR? I, I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> I haven't tried it yet, but right. good to know. Um, no kitchen accidents. But I think in VR, it's a lot more intuitive because you're doing everything physically. You know, you you need to get something out of the fridge. Okay, walk over to the fridge, open up the fridge, grab it, close it. <laughs> you need to flip something in the pan, grab your spatula. So they still get overcooked over. in VR. How fucking intense would that oh get? God, so many oh, people yelling man. at each other. <clears throat> that would be It's a little more chill than that. Yes, I, yeah, I would you, think so. You get, I mean, you get orders coming in, but it's like you get a a very generous amount of time to complete each order and there. It's very well spaced out. That's cool. Um, and like you can, you have screens all around you. You can pull the recipe up right on the screen. So you don't have to like memorize how to make everything. Cause yeah, you need like, <laughs> you need like, okay, I'm making the salmon. I need five grams of salt, five grams of pepper, five grams of dill. And then I need to put it, I need to fry it on both sides for 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
we'll, we'll put 10, 10 milliliters of sunflower oil in the pan. Okay. Turn it on. Put the salmon in the pan. Yeah, flip it over for ninety seconds. I only while simultaneously eat my roasting, roasting the potatoes in the oven. So only sunflower oil on my salmon. Please. I would be horrible at that game. <laughs> uh, that's but, pretty yeah. friggin' detail. You, you are, that's you are scratch. doing some multitasking because yeah, you're you're seasoning the stuff and then yeah, you got to pay attention to the the salmon. You got to set a timer to make sure that you get the right <laughs> amount of time. It's not overcooked. Oh my god, that is intense. And then you put the Put the potatoes in the oven for you know however long they take. They're gonna make salt them when they come out. Plate it all up and then serve it up. Next is gonna be like uh, the menu and be to eat it, right? Oh, dude, the menu would be yeah. good, and then everybody the dies yeah. at the end. Womp yeah. womp womp. There are, I mean, but, that's one note that I did have is like there's tons of genres that like none of us even really talked about, like. Like, where is a solid, like, real-time strategy game where, like, you're just standing over, like, a mini-map and directing there's their are out stuff there. like that? Like, they're that's, out there on Steam, yeah, but, I think. Like, that's something that we haven't really dug into. Like, one thing that I'd be interested in, I saw there was, like, a Catan, like, Settlers of Catan. Like, playing board games in VR has probably got to be kind of interesting oh, yeah. because you can do all sorts of cool stuff that, like, board, like, you know, board games are just, like, tokens and cards and stuff like that, yeah. but... You know, you can do all sorts of cool animations with board games there. There's there is a lot of stuff coming out too. Um, I was peeking at some of the schedules coming up. Um, there was an aliens game that is coming to VR. There's which, a, supposed to be a Ghostbusters game coming yes, up. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I really I would love to play that. Assassin's Creed. Uh there's all sorts of stuff. They I think they just put out what, Resident Evil Four VR. Resident Evil 4, yeah, it's yeah, been out on a while. Yeah. yeah. On Quest 2, yeah. But they, they say that Capcom did it right. They said yes. this is I've heard nothing the but good best things about that. Way to experience the game. Really? People are that passionate yes. about it. It's universally praised. Huh. Nobody's yep. saying anything bad about it. They're saying this is like everything you would you would want. And it's How they, they, long? They said it's the like uh, really good. It's like Quest's like flagship title. Beat Saber was, but now like because Resident Evil 4 is exclusive to the MetaQuest. So like this is that's like the game that you want to buy when you get a quest. And Capcom is like real ever since Resident Evil 7, they've really turned that ship around. You know, they kind of lost their way with five and six, which are fun games. But you know, they weren't, you know, four as good as four was, and we're talking about how good four is, but like it changed the it changed the franchise and it became this weird kind of dumb shooter you know they did some weird sh- offshoots and all that stuff and but when resident evil 7 came out it was like holy shit everybody took a step back like we're back to being scary in his first mm-hmm. person then eight came out they did the remakes of two and three they were great like you said two is like the remake of two is incredible yeah um they do this they do four they did a remake of four that was supposed to be really good that just came out <clears throat> and then resident evil 4 on vr is great so Resident Evil like is back, for baby. <laughs> not phone, yeah, they're not treating that franchise in. right right now. Right. And they have mm-hmm. that Village is coming out soon, too. So, Yeah, it's already out on VR for the PSVR 2. Villages? Okay. Yep. Yep, Resident Evil Village is out on PSVR 2. I played a little bit, like maybe 20 minutes of Resident Evil 7 on PlayStation VR. Too scary. Too fucking scary. <laughs> I am mad. No, the minute you. I walked into that house, I like walked yeah. around for a minute and I'm like, nope, I I'm can't. getting the fuck out of here. I can't do this. Like I, I yeah. walked through the kitchen 
And then I like looked up the stairs and I'm hearing all these sounds. I'm like, fuck this. I, yeah. Like, oh my and it's weird how dude. good the sound in the Oculus is because you don't it's wear really you don't good. wear anything over mm-hmm. your ears, but yeah, I noticed the, something the where speakers somebody's talking to me and I look to my left and it only comes out of the left. Like it's got the, yeah. the head it's recognition. Give me, a game that's, give me a game that's like that though. Like give me a game where like I don't I have minimal visuals and I have to rely on my sound. That'd be pretty sweet. No. No. I know something like when something kicks on too, you get like a little puff of air. I don't know if that's on purpose or not, but <laughs> oh, maybe they got my headset. You guys don't, you guys don't feel it because you got hair up top. Maybe I'm just getting <laughs> more, of the, more of the top wind. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird because it's like a, it's an expensive uh, hobby. I'll call it. Um, but it is i don't know there's nothing really like it like kind of once you get once you get into it and experience it it's you know other games are always still cool well like, I'll, I'll say, VR right, games how about this let's end with this who is this for who would actually get something out of like who would actually because we talked about like yeah you got to be kind of awake you kind of got to be in the mood to engage with your mm-hmm. game like the game you can't just like you, I, I mean apparently there's some games you can sit down and put but it's still putting it over your head it's like sensory overload oh yeah it's a commitment Definitely. it's not just like sitting down on your couch and it's not passive it's like you gotta off. be you gotta be in it you know it's different but than like, playing who, a normal video who, game. if somebody's listening to this they've listened to this and like wow those games sound fun it sounds like they had a great time with these games maybe it's time i i finally do get maybe a quest to what like who who was that for? Because I don't think it's for any gamer. I mean, because well, we kind of touched on a lot of different use cases. We're like, our kid, my kids were playing Rec Room. Eric uses it to work out. Like, dude, yeah, it's, it's there's very a couple versatile. different, yeah, couple different things. You do probably, I would say, people that are playing in shorter bursts, people that are not looking to get into like, you know, long point. game sessions. I think would be a good a good thing to, but I mean. I don't know people that like. I guess people that like experiences. Um, yeah, I'd say right. if you've been like VR curious for a while, <laughs> like, I, like that. I like that nomenclature. That's nice. If you're if you're like you know like like you said, Brandon, if you want, you've been him and hawing a while. You're like I I want to try VR. I'm interested. I'm curious. I feel like now is probably a better time as any. To hop into, uh, especially there... with the the Quest Two, like it's affordable. It's, I mean, four hundred dollars if you got an extra four hundred dollars lying around. I got lucky because when I got my Quest Two, I I've been I was searching around. I was searching around the Facebook Marketplace, and this was I got mine last year in the summer, and this was right right after they hiked the price because wow. Quest Two was originally three hundred. They hiked it yeah, up to four hundred. Yeah. And this was right after they hiked it up to 400. I found a secondhand headset on the Facebook marketplace for $150. And I'm like, I am hopping on that That shit because they just raised the price to 400. Okay. But for $400, do you think it's worth, you think it's still worth it though? I mean, it's still an investment. I would say you got to force yourself to use it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You got to force yourself to use it. With the quest library right now, they've built it up a lot. There's a lot to play out there Especially and like, lately i feel like this year they've really come there's come into the what they've been working there are on so like, many good games out what, there what yeah, it needs right is it oculus needs a game pass oculus needs like a monthly subscription Dude. where they filter Dude. stuff in and out and like 
they let do. you try yeah, other there stuff. Is, that that there is be, something yeah, like I that, know. but it's not for Oculus. It's for like Steam or like PC VR. I'm this PlayStation probably should have something like that, I would think. But they, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know if they, they don't let really them build include. a catalog. Yeah, let, let, you for know, sure. Like we need more people. We need more studios though. Like, like Ubisoft taking it serious. Capcom taking it serious. Cause it sounds like when they do, they, they do it. They are, they're making a genuine experience. And I don't want to see like rare go, we'll make a game. See if these and just fucking poured over like a bullshit version. Like, Rare, rare would do nice because, but yeah i see what you're saying you don't want you know what i'm saying like it's i think it's we're past on the trap of like we're past that part though where people are just like trying to get something to get their name out there but mm-hmm. we'll see i don't know i googled it real quick the meta quest 3 is supposed to be coming out this year at some point so i would yeah. say if you are vr nice. curious you could wait for that announcement and when people start dumping their quest twos you slide in the back door Pick and you that scoop yeah. that shit yeah Except and the, it's not about the graphics. Like you're not going to no. be wowed by the graphics. Like they're they're like PS three, three sixty kind of graphics. Yeah, it's solid. It's you know, believable. Where you're best. not you're not getting but, thrown off by it. But the yeah, sound the, is really good. And the, the hardware is not like smart. I said. The hardware is not super super powerful, and it's not going to knock your socks off. But it's it's smooth. It runs well. Go to YouTube and, and stream 4K video if you want to. You know, get your mind blown. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say at the, at the price it is now, like I said, this is the quest two is like the most accessible headset you can get as far as price compared to other PC and even the PSVR, like PSVR two, you need a PlayStation five. That's $500 right there. You need the headset. That's $550 right there. That's over a thousand dollars already. Plus a game. With a PC, you need your gaming PC, which is fucking who knows how much. You need a $1,000 headset. So Quest 2, you have everything all in one, $400, boom, right there. That's all you need. And there's free shit. Like the, like the There is free maybe, games, yeah. Like that, what is it? It's like an ad. What, what, right. Well, <laughs> but it's, I mean, like, if we like something, we hey. like something, you know? And, and like, there is free stuff there. So, like, let's just have fun with VR. Like, let's learn what you can do with VR in those simulations that they put you through they're kind of charming they're like you can grab a paper airplane and the gently throw it in the air and let go and it shows you how to use your fingers that's cool in vr but it's also flicking an airplane like oh you know and you can get like other toys and play around with them it's just they behave like the real thing i don't know i like those things a lot and yeah there's fun there's lots of free to play games there's lots of demos out there of games and i yeah, I think it, it is really smart to try before you buy with a VR. <laughs> if especially if you do get like motion sickness, you know, you want to know that you can handle a game before you actually drop the the money on it. Um, for sure. But yeah, I, I think I got mine for work. Point, I'm I'm just glad I <laughs> I yeah. didn't even have to dive in there. Just work somewhere cool, and you can get an Oculus. Then you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's the moral of the story. Work somewhere nope. cool, and you'll get an Oculus. Me cooler. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think, I don't know. You guys got anything else? I feel like we kind of, no, it's fun. I'm covered all our bases here. I'm looking forward to playing more stuff and, you know, playing new stuff as it comes out. Like Ghostbuster game looks cool. So, I mean, who doesn't want to bust ghosts in VR? Yeah. I always want to play more VR and like, I think it 
with you guys, it would be even more fun than doing it solo. And it, if we all committed to, you know, like, oh, let's set Mini up a golf VR night. night. Yeah. yeah, let's set up a VR night and let's just dive in there and try some stuff out, hop around. Like Brandon and I did last night. It was fun just hopping around to a couple of different things, you know, checking mm-hmm. out Population One, Beat Saber, doing mm-hmm. some mini golf. Like, it's it's super fun, but you really do have to, like, make it a point to uh, to set up time to play it make sure your shit's because charged it's so much easier just to th- yeah make sure your stuff's charged too because oh yeah i would say because i got a uh if you are looking to play like longer sessions in vr i have a third party headset and it has like a a battery pack attachment that you can the get so you can buy it. it it's like magnetic and it just magnets to the back of it huh. and it you know gives you extra battery life that's pretty cool it's it's really cool so if you're looking for longer sessions i would look into like third party uh accessories and stuff and they're not you know the the strap i bought was like i don't know 30 bucks or something so it's not crazy expensive um but yeah it's it's cool i i want to play more but it's just a matter of committing to it because it's it's so much easier just to be like all right i want to play a video game so i'm just gonna turn on my xbox i don't want to strap this thing to my head stand up and you know move around <laughs> i want to sit in this chair yep. and fucking stare at the tv yep it's yep. a struggle After the a eternal struggle day. uh but yeah we'll wrap it up here i know we went a little bit long but it was a good good talk about vr oh, shit. um yeah, we did yeah, it was a different kind of conversation because it's like talking about tech and gaming and exp- yeah, it was it was an interesting one, but it was cool. Yeah, I I mean I don't know what the goal if it's to convince people to play VR or just to inform people about our experiences and whether that influences them or not to try it. You know, that's up to you. But uh, yeah, we'll end that act here and we'll hop into Act Three and play a nice little easy game of video game 20 questions right after this Video game twenty questions. Uh, hopefully, you get this guys. You guys will get this one quickly since we spent so long talking about VR games. But we shall see. We shall see. Uh, if you don't know how twenty questions works, yeah, you guys will ask me a series of yes or no questions, and you get nineteen questions and one guess to guess the game I am thinking of. And that's about it. So I'll let the questioning begin. Hmm, is this a VR game? Is this a VR game? No. Okay. You should have said, does this game have VR as an option to play? Because you know how Resident Evil 4 well, has a VR yeah, version. Sure, technically. But anyway, sorry. Um, is this game ex- an exclusive? Um, 
No. No. Not. No. I, I wonder if it, no. oh, it makes me want to ask, like, if it originally was exclusive. Um, maybe we'll assume that is this now. after the year 2000. Yes. After the year 2010. Oh, shit. I haven't been keeping track of questions. What are we on? Question four. 2010 is question four. All right. Um, after 2010. Yes. Mm. Is this a uh, first person game? No. Do you kill things in this game? Yes. Um. Man, I don't. I want to get down the genre or the the look of it, but is this game made in Japan? No. Is this hmm? Is this what we would call like a like a third person action adventure? Mm, no. So we still got like we're killing stuff. So it could be arcade games. It could be I don't know. It's not third person. It's not first person. This part of a franchise. Um, no. Oh, what? Only game of its kind. Well. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I guess it is. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, a franchise. Is this... It sounds like we shouldn't read too far into that. Is this based off of... An intellectual property. No. That's 10, I believe. Does this game have multiplayer? Yes. Hmm. Do you want to narrow down the dates on it still? No. You know that it's 2010, so that's what? 360 Xbox? Yep. After 2010. For um, it's not exclusive. PS3, it's not PS4. VR. It's not first person. It's not a third person action game. What about genre? Like it could be a puzzle game. It could be a. Well, we're killing. Well, we're killing things, and, and you there's can kill things in it, and it's not first person, and it's not an action adventure. It's an RTS, like so, like RTS, um, or a brawler, right? Like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Mayhem, yeah, kind of thing. That's true. You know, um, that's part of a franchise. Is it? Know? It's like oh well, shoot, yeah, um, the multiplayer, so. Is it is multiplayer f- four players or less? Four well, players or less? Yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to distinguish like a four player game where you do co op in some capacity versus like death match multiplayer multi you know, like tons of, like twenty plus people. So 
I'm asking, is this is the multiplayer four players or less? Yeah. Only. Yeah. It is? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Only. Yeah, only. Okay. All right. Okay. Did that help you, Dave? Do you know what I was trying to ask there? Yeah. Um yeah it's tough though because i don't know i don't know what we're looking for here it's not a first person game it's not a third well, um, it's not a third person do what we could adventure yeah uh we could could narrow down brawler i guess or because that is a genre that we don't touch really here. Eric could be getting tricky with us. Is it a brawler? A brawler? Yeah. No. Damn. How many questions do we have? I think that's 13. Oh, okay. 12. 12? Unless I, unless sure. I missed one. I don't know. Franchise... Based off of something. Wait, you said no, it's not based off of something, right? It's not based off of a previously established IP. And then multiplayer. But it is technically part of a franchise in some some way. Yeah. American made. Well, it's not made in Japan, rather. Right, not made in Japan. It could be Europe, could be. Huh, well, this is a pickle. We don't even know what console it's on. I was just thinking that because we do know it's not exclusive. It's not exclusive, yeah. So that could be on multiple things. Um, we could narrow down the main consoles, but I think it would have to come out on those. Um, is this a is this a puzzle game? No. I mean, all right, we knew that because you're going around killing things. But I guess, like, are there puzzles in it? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Essentially. Because that could be any now. It's true. I don't know. This is a toughie. But you said this is going to be a quick one. Thought it would be. I um Do you want me to give you a small hint? No. Maybe we could go with something like small have we mentioned mentioned this game before. Fine, give us your small hint, just because I have no idea where to go. I know you've both played this game before. Okay. Alright. Alright. Okay. <laughs> um I was going to grind my gears now. Is this game on the Switch? Like, is it available on the Switch? It is available on the Switch, yes. Interesting. Could be Cuphead, Dave? That's that a brawler? 15 or 14. I don't know. I lost track. Cuphead is not a brawler, but... 
not a bad I choice think. there because that is available on multiple platforms now. It was originally exclusive. Right. And it has a franchise. Well, it has a TV show. Yeah, well, I mean, because the franchise question, he was a little multi- a little iffy on. I mean, we could ask if it's a side-scroller. I guess that could narrow things down. Is it a side-scroller? It is a side-scroller. Oh. It's a big one. Okay, okay. All right, we might be able to pull this off. Okay, well, do we nail down the year? Because if it's Cuphead, it's after 2020. Well, because we just know how recent it is, essentially. We've played this. Yeah. And it's barely part of the franchise. But I think Cuphead has a TV show based off of the game, which is different. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good cartoon. My, yeah, it's all right. The voices, the voices are a little are annoying. Bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could have done it with better voices, but um, the artwork is great. Uh, whoo, okay. I mean, well, we could ask. I mean, Metroidvanias also fall into this. Like you could, like Ori or point. Castlevanias. Or, but it's got multiplayer. Yeah. You know, Cuphead has multiplayer. It does. Uh huh. Like maybe we ask if this game is known for like its visual style. That could be. And that was like the big thing about that game, but uh, does that help? Uh, what are we at just here? Just go bed. Is this a is this a very hard game? Like it's kind of known for being hard. That's subjective. <laughs> all right. Well, then, all right. Well, then, then, then yeah. don't answer that. Don't answer that because I thought not for me. Cuphouse, I'm a professional Cuphouse, gamer. Cuphouse, this fucking Cuphouse shit's Cuphead. easy. <laughs> Cuphead is supposed to be hard. It is. Um, I mean, but I, I guess it does have an easy mode. Depends on who you're playing with, though. Yeah. Um. I mean the year the year I get stuck on, but because I, I can't well, think of I can't think of anything like, anything side scrolly because it's not a brawler. What other yeah. side scrollers have come out? I guess in the last thirteen years. That's not really based on a franchise. Is this come out after the year twenty twenty? No. Oh. Did. Cuphead come out after 2020? No, it came out in like 2016 or something like that. What? Really? It's 2016? It's old. How it's... old am I? <clears throat> oh. Does it, is this game known for having um, a retro art style, cartoon art style? Yes. <laughs> Alright, goddammit. It's making us wait, extend this episode longer than it has to be. <sighs> is this game Cuphead? Yes, it is Cuphead. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how you pulled that out of your ass, Brian. And randomly, you're just like, it could be Cuphead. Like, okay, <laughs> so, oh, where did you come up with that? Because all I could think of was like Diablo and like, you know, like, and I'm like, it's not third person action. It's not something like that. So, like, what else could it be? Because Diablo is clearly a franchise. So then I'm like, and then I go, oh, what about the Switch? What's going on the Switch? Like, let's see if it's on that. And when he said it was on that, I'm like, okay. 
So then the switch, and then for some reason, <laughs> Cuphead just came. That's to so me. weird. What year did that come out in? I want to know now. 2017, it came out wow, on Xbox. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember yeah. we were playing it at, at Clever Method, our old, yeah, our old job, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just remember playing that on one of our game nights. I've played it at like a buddy's house that he has since moved from. And I know. I was like, yeah, I was like, I knew. Kizzy had that well, Dave was going 2020. I'm like, it came out on PlayStation <laughs> 4 and during 2020. Time, man. That's that's why we were talking about Annihilation last week. Like, when did that movie come out? It feels like it came out 10 years ago. It came out like two years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was very staggered. It, it, was, <laughs> uh, it was exclusive on Xbox for a year until it came to Mac and then it, in 2018. Oh. Switch in 2019 and PS4 yeah. in 2020. Sweet. Crazy. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, Cuphead. But when you when congratulations you were on, the, on the on the franchise question, you you were is because oh well, there's a TV the show TV after. show the TV show yeah. and then is there I don't know if there's a sequel that there's like a DLC where they added a character and like some yeah lives. there's DLC okay yeah. it's not a, a full blown sequel but yeah the TV show was where I got hung up I was like okay technically yeah. there's that's you know... a good pick no it's. I'm impressed we hmm. got it. I am. I am also impressed. I, I was like, the way it was going, I'm like, <laughs> I was uh, struggling. We're, you oh, were on I. like question twelve or something. And Brandon's like, could be Cuphead. I'm like, what? Where did that come <laughs> from? <laughs> yeah, you you should play poker because you're you didn't even like flinch. I was trying so hard. I was, yeah, like man, there's nothing. I, I had to take like a sip of water just to you know. It <laughs> <laughs> could be. I don't know. You guys, questions. <laughs> that was good. Well. Congratulations, you guys are going to space camp. Woo! Once again, all right, let's wrap this puppy up. This was a long one. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. You can join our Discord at the nomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord. Come in and chat with us. Come in there and chat with us. You can send us an email if you want at nomadsoffantasy at gmail.com. Send us some emails. I I love that email. That was fun. That, that was, was fun. good. I enjoyed that. Send us some more. Um, you can uh, go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Nomads of Fantasy. We got some video content up there. More... Yeah, Bahubali 2. Yeah, it's done. up on I, YouTube. I, I, uh, got like 1,400 views in the last like 48 hours. I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. Bahubali 2, is a, it's a good one to go back to. That was a great movie. Yep. Yep, and uh, we'll we got yeah our catch-ups on there. We're doing video formats now. Hopefully, I, I mean we're planning to do at least video, if not a live stream video for our hundredth episode. But I would love to do a live stream if we can. That'd be fun. Um, but we'll put the archive up there if we do that as well. So yeah, subscribe on YouTube. Um, and I think that's about it. Let's roll out. Sweet. Let's uh, get out of the metaverse now because I'm, to I'm tired of being in here. Back, Back to, to reality. Life. That's right. Um, but yes, as always, safe travels, nomads. No